episode nine birds of a feather yes sir welcome welcome uh today we talk about a few things uh tom brady's talking about he's retiring zach says they need to trade him (laughs) his future is 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 uncertain uh we talk we talk about the golden state warriors and how they're not really coming together right now but luka Doncic and chris porzingis is playing lights out facts um we also talk about our game picks of the week yep um so it's a lot of stuff we're talking about this week man you guys sit back relax and please enjoy your audio show yes enjoy the show it's going to be a great one we also dive into baseball to kick it off so all you baseball fans tune in and listen to this episode because we're talking directly about you episode nine president feather here Here we we go. go welcome 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 back to birds of a feather my name is brandon heath i am your co-host my other co-host is my boy zach what zach you what's popping bro birds of a feather how you living, cuz? I'm good, bro. You had a good week? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Dang, I wish the Celtics would have smacked all, though. Yeah, well, that's the highlight part of my week. Uh, Do you want to go into that all? Because all, all? I can I can talk trash off the, off the cuff. No, bro. We're starting with baseball. Baseball. Whoa, World Series. World Series. Okay, so we got the Washington Nationals and the Houston Astros. Washington Nationals leads it right now two to one yes. currently. Uh, Houston Nationals was supposed to be the best team in baseball. Yeah. So how crazy is that? That the the start that the Nationals got off to a two and zero start, kind of swept swept the world by storm. Now but, everybody's locked into the World Series. But Houston came back. What did you say last night? Houston came back yeah. last night and won four one. I know, man. But Juan Soto, man, Juan Soto for the Washington Nationals. He's been playing lights out. Uh, kudos to him. Zach Greinke had a huge game last night for the uh, Houston Astros. So. Like I said, man, it's going to be an exciting series, man. I'm, I'm excited to see what what is going to turn out to be. But gosh, man, I know I was saying I don't like baseball, I don't like watching baseball, but it's been definitely exciting for me this year. Yeah, though. that's what I was saying last week. I'm like, yo, like I don't like watching baseball either. But like, once you get to the playoffs and especially the World Series, it's lit. Everything like sports just turn up. Yeah, definitely. Like college basketball, college football. NBA final, like it just turns up to a whole nother level once you get to the playoffs. It's that championship, like that. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, rosters, bullpens, everything gets tightened. Yeah. You put your best foot forth every game. That's what I'm saying. Only your best players are really going to play. And then the teams play each other so much by, like, so what are they on? They're they're about to be on game four. By game four, everybody knows everybody. Yeah. Like, I know your things, you know my things. It's all about who's better. Who's better at this point? Who's going to have it? Who's going to have a big day? Who's going to step up today? So, like I said, Zach Granke stepped up for the Houston Astros last night. Jose Altuve. Um, Man. Uh, like I said, it's going to be a good series. I, I don't know. If, I don't know. If, I don't know who's going to pull it out, man. I, I feel sorry for uh, Mattress Mac, though. <laughs> nah, he's still good. Yeah, he's, he's still, still good. he's still good. They, they still got they go, they go best of the seven. So Washington has to win two more games. I just think the Astros are a better team. Me personally, everybody thinks that though. So, but it's like they haven't been showing that. And maybe I don't know. Maybe with Bryce Harper leaving Washington Nationals last year, I mean, yeah, last year, and then going to the Philadelphia Phillies, yeah. like they're just like they're just having this miraculous year. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's do it. But Astros have been there before. Yes, they have. Boys. They know how to win. Yeah, yeah. So, they have a lot of veterans. Yeah, and so it's only two one. I mean, two two games one. And then who who where was the first two games at? Do you Ooh, know? I don't remember. Because I don't know where the first two games was at. So, well, pull it up. I, okay, so I'm, I'm assuming – I can pull it up, but I'm assuming 
the first two games was at Washington. Houston. No, it was that was I think they were in Houston because Washington that was the first game I think they were back in Washington last night. If so I'm not mistaken, Houston lost the first two games at home. I want to say they did. I want to say they did. Let's oh, look no, it up real quick. Bro. Let's just let's yeah, fact check ourselves. To, fact check. Fact check. Fact up. check. Fact check. But yeah, it's crazy though because like. That home field and ba- I mean that whole field advantage of baseball is big too, man. Because those games, it's, a lot. it's really big everywhere. Uh, yeah, that's true. Especially playoff time, championship time. It's, Yo, you're right. It's ridiculous. First game was Washington at Houston, mm-hmm. and they won five four. And then the second game was where? So the second isn't the same thing. Second game would be still. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's the yeah, same as it basketball. Was, it was Washington at Houston, and they beat up on them boys twelve to three. <sighs> Game two. That's what I'm saying, man. And then game three. So like, so Houston lost home field advantage off the cuff, but they might take it right back because they, they just won game three. Yeah, if they go in and win game four. They go in and win game four. Yeah, that'll be crazy. Dang, exciting stuff happening, yo. So if they win, if if Houston wins the next game, yeah, that's gonna be real exciting. That's what it's gonna be like. That's when you gotta lock in. Yeah, yeah you yeah, gotta lock yeah. in. You you gotta you gotta watch those games. And sometimes like, oh, those games be crazy. Like, yeah, they come on early sometimes too. So I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Baseball, baseball, baby is uh like I said, man. It's just a it's a love. You gotta love it. You gotta hate it in certain times of the year, bro. Regular season, I hate it. <laughs> exactly. Playoffs and World Series. Whole season, I love, it. I love it. Yeah, definitely. Give me that. But yeah, okay. So now you want to talk about your. Philadelphia 76ers. But, bro, like, it was the first game of the season, bro. I'm not worried about that game. Like, Kimba Walker had a bad game. I think he only had, what, 12 points. But at the end of the day, we know Kimba Walker's an all-star. We know what he brings to the table. Don't worry about it. Because last night, guess what? They bounced back. Yeah. It was a great game last night. Kimba Walker had 22 points. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown dropped 25. Tatum, Tatum looked good in that first game against us. Of course he did. He looked good. Gordon Hayward looked good. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to voice my concerns for the Sixers, okay, because I'm a big-time Sixers fan. I've been watching the Sixers since I was a little kid. I know I know their, their game inside and out. Listen, for all you Sixers fans out there, I hate our offense. Like, I do. I hate our offense. This is why I'm calling for Brett Brown's head. Yes, I'm calling for our coach's head. I'm still calling for our coach's head because our offensive scheme is so trash the Sixers do a whole lot of dribble handoffs and pin downs with our seven foot one seven foot two you know they're fixing the whole height thing in the NBA <laughs> you got to be the true height yeah you yeah, got to be the true height so whatever he is seven foot let's just say seven footer our seven footer center is at the top of the key dishing pin downs it's like no I hate our offense I hate it. I don't think we will be successful with it. We always make it to the playoffs, and we go a little bit deeper in the playoffs, but then it it, it falls apart because our offensive schemes are trash. So <laughs> I was excited to watch the first game because I wanted to see, okay, maybe Brett Brown implemented a whole new offense. Nope. But why? I mean, you got to think, why change the offense completely? Because you got to – Joel Embiid is so dominant down there, so obviously we're going to – He doesn't. But that's the thing. He doesn't go down there. That's, I mean, because the, he can, he can he can space the floor and shoot the basketball as well. Because at the end of the day, you don't want to you don't want to keep Joel Embiid down there with Al Horford and still have Ben Simmons trying to drive and do what he's trying to do. No, bro, can, space the floor out. Al yeah, Horford and Joel Embiid has a jumper, bro. They both but, can shoot the basketball. But you can do you can work inside out. That's what I want to see. I I, I'm, I don't mind him shooting. I just want him you to just work want the ball to start out. down there. Yeah, just start with him dominating down low and then pull him out. Bro, but that's so like. Old school basketball. Yeah, that's, what that's what I'm what saying. But it's that's not, what I want. But that's not the way to NBA. Okay, get winning or get lost, sir. We're not winning. 
the way we're playing right now, we don't win. Cha- we haven't won a championship of the way we're playing right now, <laughs> bro. Y'all are a young team. Y'all, we y'all just now got into we'll the championship pitcher. What two years ago? Yeah, I mean, come and on. And we lost both years yeah. with this same offense. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, but like, y'all had some. It was some dogs okay, and listen. knees. You were going through LeBron, then LeBron left, and he had to go through Kawhi. Obviously, okay, but listen, you you look at a team like Golden State before uh, Kerr went there. Right. Mark Jackson was on that team. Right. And um, by the way, had them playing like dogs too. Yeah, Mark Jackson's an amazing coach. Right. Like he's another one. They're Colin Kaepernick and him in the NBA. But for why? Why? Because he's like um, an outspoken, vocal, religious, God fearing coach, and teams don't like that. Like he was beefing with. Golden State's front office before he got out because I guess they want him to do certain things. He likes doing things his way. He took his players to church because he's a pastor. Like he does, he goes, he kind of goes about a beat of his own drum, but the players respond to him though. They yeah, love that's him. That's what it's about. You know what I'm saying? And he hasn't gotten another chance in NBA. You're right. Yeah. No one even gave him a job. And everybody, and they speak on it too sometimes. Like when you're listening to some, like those broadcasts and stuff like yeah. that, you're like, yeah, Mark Jackson. Yeah, he's definitely, candy. yeah, he's definitely. They bad. advocate for him. Though, I right? want him they to be the Sixers head coach so bad, bro. Seriously. But anyway, but he left and. Kerr went in there. Kerr literally went in there and implemented a few things. He implemented his offense, okay, with the weapons that he had. And we, I think we talked about last year their offense. I can go through it. But their offensive schemes are ridiculous. So he implemented his offense. That was last year when you had the second best player in the NBA. No, since he's been, since Steve Kerr's been there. Bro, they've been, they've been. And then, and then what he did was he brought Andre Iguodala off the bench. So you come in, you make a few of these moves. He he buried David Lee at the end of the bench, which <laughs> I miss David Lee, man. I miss David Lee. He was really true Golden State. But they buried David Lee at the end of the bench. They brought Iggy off the bench, switched up a few things in our offense, just a few things, and they skyrocketed. That's what the Sixers need, bro. If we have a coach that come and just switch a few things, bro, we'll be them boys. First of all, I think it was stupid for you guys to get rid of J.J. Reddy last year because I'm going I'm to be real. That offense that y'all have, okay. We didn't get rid of him. We tried to we tried to keep him. Yeah, but I mean you gotta pay the man though. I mean you can't you can't disrespect. We, but we can't pay everybody. Mr. Consistency. You can't pay everybody. I mean, that's true, but I mean I we, tra- that. we we tried to play Jimmy Butler, but he wouldn't take it. Yeah. We paid Ben Simmons. Tobias. We paid Harris. Joel and B. We paid Tobias Harris. Yeah. We can't pay everybody. So we were like, yo, JJ, you wanna take this? And he was like, nah. Like but nah. <laughs> I'm gonna go over to New Orleans with my boy Zion. Nah. Who, by the way, yeah, he's out six to eight weeks, man. Torn meniscus, like what, bro? The NBA is so cursed sometimes. Like, I feel like, like all the top players get hurt at the beginning of the yeah. season. Like, think about like Blake Griffin got hurt, Ben Simmons yeah. got hurt, Joel Embiid got hurt. Like, bro, what the hell is yeah. going on? Like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just it's, it it's something, weird. man. It's I don't know. And it's it's funny because it's a all, curse. It's like the Madden curse. All it, it's so funny how the uh, the televised games. Well, the um, the national broadcast games. Yeah, the first two Pelican games were nationally broadcast. Yeah, and it's never been like that. But it it, it was like was that because be of Zion. Lit. Yeah, and Zion now he's not lit. playing. It's like why are the Pelicans? Why are Pelicans? Pelicans? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but I like what I've been seeing from them though because their team been playing good. Yeah, um, especially I like uh, what Lonzo Ball's been doing. So Lonzo Ball looks pretty good. Yeah, you does. know who looks else like looks good? Something he stepped up. Who? Their guard, who you want to get rid of? I don't want to get rid of. I'm not bro, saying I want to get rid of Drew Holiday, but I'm not. You saying, said you want to get rid of him. Listen, I told him he should have been first team all defense last year. You said I was crazy. You said I was insane. You're like first team all defense. What? Well, we both agreed that Bledsoe being on first team all defense was like was a little suspect. Team, yes, we did. But Drew Holiday was on second team. He should have been or third team, second or third team. I think he was on third team. He should have been first team. 
And but Drew Holiday is so underrated, bro. He's a dog I, on both ends of the I know court. that he's a dog, though. Like, I, and I've admitted that he's a dog. I'm not saying what I was saying was yeah, like, you, trade him, trade you're him, saying I wanted to trade him because he's sorry. <laughs> And that's not, and that's not the deal. I wanted, him, I wanted him to trade him because he's such a good player. Let these young players build in New Orleans and, and send him to a contender. Okay, but like, what do you mean? Send him to somebody that's about to win right now. He's no, a, he's a well, why, would, why would New Orleans want to send him to a contender? They're trying to be a contender, right? So they're trying to put their best foot forward. Okay, he but he is. He's a guard. He's a vet in the league, and he's a guard, which is so perfect why, for a young So team. why did you bring in all these young guards? Why did you bring in a Josh Hart? Why did you bring in Lonzo Ball? Josh, Hart, you, is, Josh Hart is not a guard, but... Lonzo Ball is. Why is Josh Hart not a Why is Josh Hart not a, a guard? I'm thinking of a point guard. He's in a point guard. I mean, but he can bring the ball up the court if needed. If needed to, if they wanted he's to throw, throw out a different now. look, he's not running. Of course, team. he's not. But I'm saying, why'd you bring him in? Why'd you bring in Brandon Ingram? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, they were really trying. Obviously, to get you want to put Lonzo. Obviously, you want to start Lonzo at the one. You want to put Drew at the two. But I'm saying, like, why? Okay, yeah. so why'd you bring in a young Brandon Ingram who was doing what the hell he towards the end of the season last year? He was doing what he needed. You know what I'm saying? I have no issue with all that. I just I think it would be would have been dumb to get rid of Drew Holiday because now you got all young guys and then JJ Redick, <laughs> like that's it. Yeah, at least at least sprinkling a couple of vets in there. So I especially a point guard vet is so valuable in this league that nah, I thought it was a good move and clearly it was a good move because he's balling out for me. He's, he's playing really well. Definitely shout out to the New Orleans Pelicans. Good start to yeah, the season. Good, good start, start to the season. Um, How about the uh, Los Angeles Clippers though? How about Kawhi God, Leonard? No. no, no, Paul George. They're playing. They are who we thought they were. Who I thought they were. I mean, I thought they would be okay too. I knew you it. said the Lakers was going to. I be said better. they'll be there in the end. No, you said the Lakers was going to be better than the Clippers. And we I had think, a whole and conversation. I, and, oh, who oh, will be better? Don't, don't get me wrong. Don't the first game of the season didn't tell me that the Los Angeles Clippers are that much ahead of um, the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. I mean, it's not. Don't don't I get me wrong. I don't believe I don't believe that. No, it's the what? first game of the, it's the first game of the season. No, well, you see it. the way they played without Paul George. Yes, I see the way. They did played you see what Paul they George. did? To and Mike it's going to be Golden different State when Paul George oh. comes back, and they're going to have to incorporate both of them into the. In, but we got to talk about we got to talk about a lot in the NBA because I got to clarify some things that I said in the past about Kawhi. I definitely want you to clear up something about Kawhi for sure. I I like for sure because. Oh my listen, God! You listen. were trying Kawhi, like, and I was telling you, like, when I even okay, put him listen. in my top five, you were like, "What? You put Kawhi in your top five? Listen, bro, listen, you're listen. asleep. Like, this is this is this is my history with Kawhi. Okay, I always thought, like, when he, especially when he was with the Spurs, I'm like, this dude is low key overrated. Like, everyone's hyping this dude, <laughs> <up."> <laughs> right? Okay, so that's what I thought. Then when he left, I was like, "All right, cool. Let's see what he can do without the storied franchise of the San Antonio Spurs." Right. And he proved me wrong. <laughs> he won a championship. That's what he, he did. He balled out with the Toronto Raptors, exactly. which is to me is crazy. They played Haskell Siakam. But anyways. He's he's their guy now. I know. He's crazy. But he's been playing good though. But that's another story. Go back. Then then he goes over to the Clippers, and I'm like, watch his first two games. He's unstoppable, bro. Unstoppable, bro. Like he's, he's like- legit unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> like like you like, and w- when they played the Lakers, I'm thinking I'm looking at LeBron, and in that game, bro, LeBron looked old to me. I mean, he still played well. Don't get me wrong, he still played He's well old. and everything. But like, I'm looking at Kawhi, I'm looking at LeBron, and I'm like, yo, like, I don't know if LeBron's at the top of the hill anymore, bro. Like legit, you're bugging. No, for real. No, 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 no. You're bugging. Like legit. No, Kawhi. You're, no, no, no. You're bugging. All right, bro. Oh, don't disrespect. Know, bro. We'll see. Don't disrespect LeBron James, bro. LeBron James is still the best player in the NBA. Period. Point blank. There's, I mean, period. Just because That's of what he, argument just now. because of what he brings to the table. Obviously, the thing, the thing that Kawhi Leonard's doing. Yes, he's 
balling out. Like, but I'm saying, like, LeBron's IQ, his, you know what I'm saying, the shit that he sees on the floor, bro, is he's totally steps ahead of the NBA, bro. He's clearly still the best player in the NBA. Don't disrespect LeBron James. I'm just saying that's debatable now for me. Okay. For years and years it wasn't. It was like, there's no question, it's LeBron. Right. But now I'm like, let me keep. Let me continue to watch. But we're two games. games we're two yeah. games into the season. Let me continue to watch. So I'm just saying. Let's not get too. The first far games ahead I saw, LeBron did look good. I'm not gonna lie. He looked really good. But just other players look better. That's all I was saying. But yeah, there's so like many the other teams that look like. Wow, like they look really good. How about the the Minnesota Timberwolves? Oh my God, the Timberwolves. Carl Anthony Towns a bit ball. Yeah, Carl Anthony Towns. He's Timber- dropped 35 plus the past two games. His first two games of the season. There's a lot to talk about because now I'm about to get on a Kyrie 50. Kyrie I'm glad they took the L. L. I'm yeah, glad they, they took, took the L. L. They, they took, took the L. L. Yeah, but Kyrie took the L. Kyrie left y'all. First game of the season, drop 50. Second game of the season, he had 26. 26. Yeah, almost 30. Bro, but he had like 12 assists. Kyrie looks amazing. Kyrie's on a mission, bro. Okay, like, but he Kyrie looked, okay. is on a mission. So bro. we'll see. We'll see what it looks like when Kevin Durant comes back. Because guess what? When Kyrie when Kyrie was by himself in Cleveland, he was doing the same thing he's doing now. He was going out, going crazy, and they were still taking L's, bro. That's what made that's what made Kyrie who he was, bro. It's like well, he well they lost the first game by yeah they lost the first points. game because he went out and but dropped they, fifty, but they won the second game. Yeah, they did against a, a young New York Knicks team, a sorry New York Knicks team with no with no clear identity. Yeah, what JT, do you mean? JT Barrett doesn't look all that, but it's still he's a rookie, so we're gonna give him some time. But he just doesn't look like RJ. Oh, RJ, yeah, RJ Barrett. He just doesn't look, uh, you know. But I mean. He's a, I mean, he's a rook, bro. He's 16, a rook. Yeah, 16 yeah, to 6 last yeah, night. I mean, you know what I'm saying? And they're still trying to, they probably, they don't know if Kevin Knox is the guy or RJ Bear is the guy. I mean, they have yeah. to, you know what I'm saying? They're young. They got to build. But, um, but also, getting back over to the West, um, I'm telling you, bro, this boy, Luca, <sighs> is unreal. Yeah. He, he's must watch TV, bro. For Zingas, is for real. Like, Luca it is so much fun to watch. Yeah, bro, right seriously, now, watch, try to watch. A whole Dallas Mavericks game from beginning and seriously, and just watch Luca. Just watch Luca. He's like, yeah. But let's talk about some of these young players because Trey Young. Oh my gosh, Trey Young, <laughs> bro! I'm like, I'm Listen. hyped to go to Hawks games. Yes, seriously. and I can't wait. And I wanted. Like, to, I'm and, really happy. And it's like, game. I need to hear him buy my ticket because they're about to skyrocket. Oh, fast! They're about to skyrocket. If he does and what I he did, what ticket. he did in Detroit. Bro, this dude is pulling so from the logo. This is what I like, said, bro. Like it's, like it's this normal. This is what I said. I, I know other people were saying it, but I don't think it was you. I forgot who I was talking to. I was talking to somebody. I don't know. I don't think it was you though. I was talking to somebody, and I was like, "Yo, like Trey Young." Before he came into the league, I was like, "Trey Young is the modern day, the new Steph Curry." Like he is. But people were people were like, "Yo, you're bugging to say that because of how great Steph Curry is and his shooting ability." But I'm like, "Yo, like." Just watching Trey Young, because my dad made me watch. He was like, yo, watch Trey Young in college. Like, my dad was like, just watch this boy. Like, he's unreal. And I watched him, and I was like, yo, like, this dude is, like, he <laughs> playing sees, 2K yeah, out here. He like, sees the floor differently, too, though. He sees, yeah, but he can shoot, bro. And in Detroit, he dropped, and he got what, the 38? ball on the string, too. Yes. He has the ball he, on the string. Put, and the thing about him, too, is his basketball IQ is, like. Yeah, it's up there. It's up there. Yeah. For yeah. such a young guy. Yo, he's must see TV, but Luca is still more must see TV to me than that. Than they, yeah, they hooping over there. Luca, Porzingis, I mean Porzingis is benefiting crazy too, though. And he so be talking, like, he be talking all trash too, Luca. <laughs> he be he be waving the benches, yo. He be cooking everybody and looking at y'all like, young boy, 
I'm Luca. <laughs> like, look at everybody. Young boy. You see what you see yeah. him and Bradley Beal go at it too? Yeah, I saw that. The little scuffle they had. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, I had saw little, they had a little thing. But speaking of Bradley Beal, though, he hasn't been for him to get paid, well, he just got paid that three year seventy two million dollar extension. Like shit, bro, you haven't been really doing too much. Your first two games you've been off. Well, he got ejected his first game. He did. But I'm saying the second game though, like he only dropped seventeen. Yeah. Like, come on now. You don't have to worry about about Bradley Beal. Yeah, he's yeah, he's a bona fide scorer. Yeah. Like he's gonna get you buckets. We know that, but I mean obviously your your debate right now is I want to this is I want this to be my team. I want you guys to build around me. You feel me? That's what I mean that that's what it's really coming down to right now. And John Wall's just sitting there trying to heal up. I know I miss John Wall. You know what I'm saying? But but I'm telling you look man and that's what I'm gonna clarify. So I want to get into real quick Golden State. What did I tell you? Bro, listen. What did I tell you? Listen, bro. First of all, it's early. You just said, oh, it's early off in the season. Well, you know what really scared, scared me when Draymond Green left the game? You know what really scared me? You know what really scared me? When your coach comes on national TV and says, this, <laughs> this, is, the new re- this is the real reality of the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Like When your coach says, I'm not 100% sure what our identity is right now in the first two games of the season. That right there is an issue early. That's an issue early, bro. And we're, and we're going to see how it all folds out. Bro, Draymond saying we effing suck. But obviously, what's the name Draymond, is what what's said. the name is tripping? Um, Charles Barkley's tripping. Did you see when Clay Thompson was up on um, TNT? And yeah, NBA and, and Charles Barkley was like, "Y'all not, making y'all not even gonna make the playoffs." Yeah. Which was disrespectful, bro. That's OD. There's, that's OD. Do you really think they're not gonna make the play? Just make the playoffs. That might be OD, but, that's OD. but Clay is not coming back this year, though. Yo, that's the And thing. I told you that. No, you did not tell me that, bro. I said even if he does come back. My caveat was, my caveat was, we were talking, I remember, for for um, all the fans out there, go ahead and listen to the first couple episodes of Birds of a Feather. You'll listen to what I'm talking about. But I should play a segment from that episode in this. <laughs> <laughs> but, but if you go back and listen, I said, yo, Steph Curry's going to have the best year ever. Game one was no different. He played amazing. I said it's gonna be, it's gonna be tough, but they're they're gonna make it into the playoffs, okay? But Clay is gonna come back around All Star February, and if he comes back, you got half the whole season to get him geared for the playoffs. Playoffs, he's back to regular Clay. But if he doesn't come back at all, like I don't see them making it to the finals anymore. If he don't come back at all, of course not. I mean, D'Angelo Russell looked really good. Steph Curry obviously looked really good. Draymond Green went out. If there's no Draymond Green there either, then nah. But if you got if D'Lo plays that way, if Steph Curry plays the way I know he's gonna play, if Draymond Green's there playing the way he plays, they gonna make the playoffs with no bench. You forgot about that. They have no bench at all whatsoever they, in Golden they, State. They lost everybody. They have no bench. Livingston's gone. Quinn Cook's gone. Quinn Cook's gone. Iggy's Andre gone. Iguodala's gone. That sucks, bro. That sucks, bro. KD's gone. KD's KD's gone. gone. And that's the real reality. <laughs> no, bro. I KD is gone. People and the always... NBA listen, and let me and let me tell you something. Okay. Let me clear something up for oh you guys. God. I L- hate the whole KD listen talk to, with, with Okay, Golden but listen State. to my it really pisses me off. Listen to how I really feel about the Warriors, okay? When the Warriors took the NBA by storm, the NBA was still stuck in, like you said, playing inside out a little bit. They were still kind of stuck there. They were still trying to find dominant big man who who can shoot a little bit and they can spread the floor out. But Golden State took the NBA by storm by spreading the floor with these two amazing shooters, and it was crazy. Okay, the NBA started to change towards that, right? Boom. And then when they started to kind of catch up, 
when the, when the Cleveland beat them, they started to kind of catch up. Boom, they got KD. Then they went on a crazy winning spree because you got Kevin Durant, Klay Thompson, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, all playing all four All Stars on one team. Of course, they're going to take the NBA by storm. Now KD is going, and guess what? The NBA is right there, neck and neck with them. So now it's going to be like they're going to look like a normal team, and that's what I'm trying to let you know. They're a normal team now, bro. There's there's guards okay, out there that this, can guard Steph Curry and, and Klay Thompson on the wings, bro. Okay, but this, at, at the top but, of the key, there's guards notion, that can do that now and this, shoot the basketball. This notion that KD was their own all to me is crazy. I just disagree with that. KD was not their all-in-all. People forget, before KD got there, they broke the record for the most regular season wins and went to the finals, like, without KD. And should have won the finals if it wasn't for that bull Draymond Green getting kicked out for, was it game five, game four or five, him getting kicked out for that game. They would have won. So, like, they were great. They were great. They were a dynasty before KD got there. Then when he got there, obviously he's Kevin Durant. You plug him into any team in the NBA, it's going to make that team better. Like, that's just the – he's Kevin Durant. You know what I'm saying? So now that he – then when he got hurt, they were still winning in the playoffs. They were still winning. It wasn't until they got to the finals when everybody was hurt. Clay Thompson was hurt. Kayvon Looney was hurt. Andre Godala was hurt. Everybody was hurt. That's when they started to lose. And everyone's like, oh, without KD – you minus all the guys that got hurt. If KD, if you take KD out of that team last year, and you have everyone back in there healthy, they would have beat Toronto, hundred percent. Like there's no doubt in my mind. With Clay Thompson there, with Steph Curry, with Andre Iguodala, with Sean Livingston, with Kayvon Looney, which was such a big loss to me, with, with Kayvon Looney there, they would have beat them boys. So I just I see what you're saying, but I just disagree with the notion. Just to clarify that. That team is nothing without KD. It's not. It wasn't just KD. They they were great before he got there. They were great after. And they still have Steph Curry, who, by the way, how about Michael Jordan saying Steph Curry is not a Hall of Famer yet? How do you feel about that story, bro? Everyone knows he's an idiot for that. Like, <laughs> no, for real. Like, come on now. Like, there's no even argument for this. I heard him say it, and I thought it was just funny. Like, it's just because Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant are on like this, like. Freakishly weird, judgmental, level of and, and yeah, and they're it's really like, judgmental about yeah. who's great and who's not because they're because they're goats. You know what I mean? And I get yeah. it, but it's like you're relaxed, like you're bugging. Like and Steph we, Curry, we all know Michael Jordan, your best player to ever played basketball. Everybody yeah. knows that, but but Steph Curry is like if you take out all his accolades, he changed right? the game, but he changed the NBA. Yeah, he changed the NBA. Yeah. But if you take off, you know, all the All-Stars, all the first-time NBAs, all the championship ranks, you take all that stuff out and you just go, who is Steph Curry? Steph Curry's a shooter. Steph Curry's not only a shooter, he's the best shooter ever. this game has ever seen. Yeah. That alone puts him in the Hall of Fame. That alone. Just his shooting capabilities alone. If he never won a run, if he never won an That's All-Star, if he never Ray won Allen in that. that, he's the best shooter ever. Ever. And there's no argument. Like, yeah. no one can present an argument of another shooter that's better than Steph Curry. No one. You can't do it. Yeah. Steph Curry's the best shooter ever. And the only person that's going to come close to him when it's all said and done is Trey Young. That's why we have to go to Hawk Games. Oh, I heard a crazy stat by Tony, uh, by Tony Kornheiser yesterday, though. What? Did you know that Trey Young, not Steph Curry, leads the NBA in jumpers 30 feet and beyond? He has the best percentage in jumpers out of 30 feet and beyond. Trey Young does, not Steph Curry. How crazy is that? From, are we talking about from last year? No, from, I, 
I think no. I I, I want to say rookie season was last year. Yeah. So yeah. So between last year and this year, yes, yes. How crazy is that stat though? That's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so that pretty crazy. when everybody was saying, oh, oh, Trey Young, we don't see it yet at the beginning of the year last year. And then obviously he balled out towards the end of the year. But it's like his consistency has obviously played out. Like he's taking yeah. those shots. Those are good shots for him, bro. He shoots over 30% when he shoots behind when he shoots behind 30 feet, bro. He cooks. Okay. So he understand that. Cooks. So Trey Young, he's he's on an up and coming. And I'm glad to be in the city of Atlanta and I can go down to the game and watch the game. Yo, I'm, I'm I, only got really, a, I finally got a star here. Yo, when, and and I'm, I kid you not, I'm not even playing. I'm saying this right now. And tell, tell the mailman I said this too. Um, when the Sixers come to town, I will be there. You're going? I'm, I'm going too, bro. 100% going. We're going. Like I'm 100% going to be there. We're going. And that's going to be a fun game. Yes. Facts. Can't Trae wait. Trey Young going to be cooking. Ben Simmons going to be cooking because Ben Simmons looks like a dog. <sighs> All right, um, Anthony Davis, though. Let's go back to the Lakers a little bit, right? So Anthony Davis played the five last night, all right? And he said, listen, I'm fine with playing the five as long as we win basketball. How do you feel about that? Because at first, remember when he was in New Orleans, he was kind of upset that he was playing the five. He always just wanted to play strictly the four. But he's a five. He's really not a five, technically. His size his size to you, I feel like, makes him a five, but he's really yeah. not a five, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's... he's He's too good I mean, to he's really versatile. play the five. He's real versatile. He's versatile. That's what I'm saying. He's too good to really play the five. Like to really just be, really just stay down there in the paint all the all game long. That's not. Well, let's be days. real. He can really play all five positions. He can. Like he played point guard. He he, he ran played his, point guard growing up. High school. Yeah. He he ran. He he played point guard his, his his whole high school career. He ran his team. Um. Then he goes to college and he plays four. He takes a crazy growth spurt though. Gro- crazy growth yeah, spurt. Crazy. And he plays the four. But um. Then he goes to the NBA. More, he grows more. Yeah. <laughs> then he goes to the NBA and he can play the five. He can play the five. He can play the four. He can play the three. I mean, he could play the two, but that would be kind of weird. And he can play the one, but that'd be weird too. But he he has the capabilities of doing all that. He has the handle. He has the basketball IQ. Obviously, he's taught. He has a court vision to play all five positions. Crazy. But, hey, you know. But I, I don't. I don't know about the Lakers anymore, bro. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's only like I said, it's only the first couple games. They lost game one uh, to the Clippers, who just looked amazing without Paul George. Scary. Uh, then they won last night against uh, Utah. Oh, this is another thing. When I saw that, I think LeBron James is getting old. You watched the game last night when they played Utah? No. He LeBron James drove to the hole, <laughs> and he like. I think he kind of like did a little baby Euro step past the defender, goes to the basket. He's about to lay it up, and my boy Spider punched it. Donovan Mitchell, like. You're so sold on Donovan. Took his fist and punched the <laughs> I was like, yo, when I saw that, I was like, LeBron looks old. <laughs> Like, bro, he punched LeBron James' shot. Then came on the other end of the floor and two-hand yammied it all over them boys. And I was like, yikes. <laughs> Tyler bro, Mitchell nobody a dog, bro. The West is so stacked, bro. That's why Every they're saying Golden State may not make the playoffs. But I don't believe it. I'm just saying that's why they're saying that. Yeah, they're Because it's the Western Conference, man. Bro, every team looks crazy. CJ McCollum said the uh, Trailblazers are a title or bust. He said that the last three years. <laughs> They're really good. They're a really good CJ, team. CJ, listen. You're a really outspoken guard and in the NBA. I respect dog. that. I respect that. And you're a hell of a hell of a basketball player. I respect I that. I love watching him play. But you guys aren't ready to run championships, sir. 
I mean, Dame, Dame Dollars is Dame Dollars, yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Andy. Bro, I don't know what they're missing. They have an amazing team. Like, they really do. But it's just not their time. They're one of those teams that's so good, and you're like, what are they missing to win? It's just not their time, bro. It's not. I don't think it's that. I think, honestly, CJ has to take an additional step. How many more steps do you want CJ to take? They He's have to, but they have to though. That's no, what I'm trying to. But that's not that's it. What I'm trying to let you know Even they have to because the West okay. is too. Uh, it's stacked, bro. But and but, you don't have you don't have your big man down there. Like you don't have any big man down there that's really doing anything. You're you're like wait 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 what what was that what did you just say? You don't have any real big man down there that's really doing too much. You got Hassan Whiteside down there and that's not really. Like, you were. I said he was. Let me I, watch the way I talk. Listen, here. you were on him. I'm I'm not I'm not saying that, but before I'm saying before the season started. But right now though. Right now, from what I'm seeing from him, it's not what I thought it was going to be. That's, I mean, obviously. I mean, yeah, that's what I said. Obviously, but the proof is game. obviously the proof is in the pudding, right? So I'm not 100 percent like for, like forget Hassan Whiteside, but what I'm saying is like, bro, I need, I thought I was going to see more from you. You're in a different scene. You wanted to get out of Miami. Now you're in a team where you can you can be an actual contender. I want to see more. You know what I'm saying? I know you can crash the boards. Everybody knows you can crash the boards, but I need you to score points. That's the whole reason why they bought you in there. Their backcourt is legit. They can yeah. do whatever they want to do in the backcourt, but that's not going to win you an NBA championship. This is what they need. They need some very key players coming off the bench. Facts. Very key players coming off the bench. And then they need one more big-time name. Drew Holiday. No, Go trade for Drew Holiday. Guard, bro. Go bring Drew Holiday off the bench. Yes. Give Dame some time to rest. Give CJ some time to rest. And, and so when they come no, in, bro. yes, when they, they need when they, they take need a rest, some when, crazy power forward or center to come on their team, and then they need some key pieces off the bench. They need a one. Even when punch, they get bro. that, they have a one-two punch. They need a one-two-three off the bench. Oh, off the bench. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying, yeah. listen, yeah, off the bench. Yeah, listen, if you've been watching the Clippers, that's why they've been dominating. Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell have been coming off the bench, bro, and killing and dominating with the pick and roll, bro. Facts. That's it. That's all they're doing. And that's taking that's taking the NBA by storm again. You have you're gonna have two dominant all-stars starting, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, right? You can stick Patrick Beverly in there who so everybody plays monster oh. defense. Oh, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And that and then you give them a rest, and then you bring in a crazy one, two points. You got Lou Williams who's, who can score over anybody. He might go for 50 on you. Facts. And then you got Montrez. Off the bench. Exactly. And then you got Montrez <laughs> Harrell, you know what I'm saying, who's setting up those high pick and rolls, rolling to the basket, doing what he has to do, and playing fantastic defense. Yeah. That's why the Los Angeles Clippers are playing the way they're playing. Now I'm saying, do the same thing in Portland. You you get somebody in there, you bring in a Drew Holiday, you get somebody that's solid, another solid, like you said, a power four or another center that yeah. can do I'm telling you, bro, and that's how you'll but win in Portland. But but here's the thing. Let me be the too. coach in Portland. Here's the thing. Let me be too. the GM. I'll take it. Here's the thing, too. Even if they get all that, I don't even I still don't think they're gonna win. Just because of all the talent that's over there in the West. But you give the Golden State Warriors a chance to be there in the end kind of? That's what you're telling me? Uh, oh, over, over Never a team underestimate was- the heart of a champion. Oh, my God. One of the most famous quotes go. in sports history. Never underestimate the heart of a champion. Like, it's so crazy that y'all, everyone's counting out Golden State. I'm not counting and them out, I know out, Draymond though. Green and Steph Curry looking at each other like, I'm right. being an antagonist to your comment is right. what I'm saying. We finna cook these boys this year. Let's do this. They're a dynasty, bro. Draymond's not going to go dynasty. out and give you 25, 30 a game, though. I mean, yeah, come on, he'll go out and give you a triple-double. Yeah. He'll go out and win defensive player of the year. Yeah, but... Steph Curry will go out and give you 50 yeah. in three quarters <laughs> and then sit down to fourth. Yeah, when he had dogs, I can carry the, carry the rest of the game for him, but he doesn't have that anymore. So they're going to have to space all him right. out for all four quarters. Anyways... 
to the NFL we go. Let's talk about the Eagles Cowboys. All right. Brandon's over here sipping his coffee. Listen, man. This is a sensitive subject for me, obviously, being a diehard Eagles fan that I am. Obviously, for Brandon as well, it's sensitive. So we're going to make this short. We're going to make this brief. We're going to make this correct. The Philadelphia Eagles right now are playing like trash, okay? Now, at first, I thought it was just the defense. All right, our secondary is bad, you know what I'm saying? So that's why that's why the season's playing out the way it's playing. After I saw this game on Sunday, we look as a football team not locked in. We look like we don't have everything together. We look like we're not on the same page. And it's the whole football team. It's not the wide receiver dropping passes. It's not Carson Wentz. It's not uh, the defensive secondary. It's not the our defensive line not getting pressure. It's we don't look like we're locked in together as one team. We got all these messages coming out in the media. Orlando Scandra want to come and talk mess. You got these anonymous reports coming out. Like, I am tired of that. All right? Obviously, the Super Bowl is over. Yes, I've, so you're obviously right, Orlando Scandra. Like, the Super Bowl is over. If we are living off a of Super Bowl high, we need to get over it. And Doug Patterson needs to get his team locked back in. All right? Kudos to the Dallas Cowboys. But... I still hate y'all. I still don't feel like you guys are going to do too much in this season. At the end of the day, we're second in NFC East, and we're coming. Period. Brandon, any comments on the Philadelphia Eagles? So you want to go off our game picks for next week? or? <laughs> oh, God. Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady came out and said before, before the game on Monday that he doesn't know his full future with the Patriots anymore. He's not 100% sure. I mean, he should know his full future with the NFL. The man's like 50. Yes, but at the end of the day, he's still Tom Brady. And if Tom Brady was to go anywhere right now, listen, if I'm a New England Patriots, this is what I'm thinking, all right? Yes, he is Tom Brady. And yes, for a fan, for for somebody that respects greatness and, and likes to see, you know what I'm saying, like great, great players, it would be tough to see Tom Brady playing for a different team. But if if this is a business and I'm the general manager of the New England Patriots, I believe this is the right decision to make. You trade Tom Brady now. You make sure you're locked into the playoffs because obviously the system of the New England Patriots is solid. You can still win football games. With, it looks like whatever quarterback you play. Trade Tom Brady right now? Listen. Listen to, listen to, listen to my, listen, listen to my fact. Not trade know. him right now. You trade you just him. You said trade him right now. I didn't now. say trade him right now. I said you trade you him once. You said the words. Listen. Trade him you right trade now. trade him once he's locked into the playoffs all right once you guys know that you're making the playoffs you trade him that's what i said you trade him you trade him once you know you guys are making the playoffs and then you you trade him for like two first rounds pick maybe maybe three first round picks and a and a second or something like that you trade him to somebody that wants to win now because somebody's going to lose a quarterback at the end of the season when it's most crucial and then you do what you have to do if i'm the new england patriots that's the decision i would make is it a tough decision god you're not (laughs) is it a tough is it a tough decision to make yes it is but it's a smart decision to make Okay, and that's why I should be the GM of a football team. You're bugging. So what would you do? The Patriots are undefeated right now. Yes, they are. They're going to get a first-round bye, right? And they're probably going to make it to the Super Bowl again. And then Tom Brady walks for free. He retires a Patriot, and he walks for free. Yeah. And that's crazy because all, no. the, all the other greats didn't get an opportunity to do that. Obviously, can't you tell? Peyton Manning didn't get an opportunity. Brett Favre didn't when get an opportunity. That's win, not the way the NFL listen, is going anymore. Listen, when teams win... If he goes out and gets another Super Bowl this year, it I think it will be way more difficult for him to just walk away from all that. I think, and then you trade him at the end of the be, summer. Everyone's gonna love each other. Everyone's gonna be hugging and kissing. We won again, Tom. You shouldn't leave. He's gonna be like, you know what? 
I'm going to end my career as a patriot and a cheater. That's what he's going to do. No. Like you trade no, him, you win you another Super Bowl. Never, if, listen, if you end oh, up keeping on, him for the rest on, of the season, hold on. you would never trade a legendary quarterback legend like Tom Brady when they're seven and up. That makes no sense. That makes no sense. That's dumb. Like it's, that's dumb. You don't trade Tom Brady. When you're undefeated, and now it's like, okay, now we're about to make the playoffs. We get a first-round bye. Now we trade. Now we implement some random quarterback who doesn't know our offense, who doesn't know anything, to go win us a Super Bowl. Like, that's dumb. I'm saying, in the long run, even if you keep him for the rest of the season, even if you keep him to the end of the season, this summer, he needs to – like, you need to get rid of Tom if, – if you guys end up winning the Super Bowl this year, all right? Okay, you didn't say that, I'm, I'm just saying – I'm you just said, going on a, you said why before are you using the everything? Start. Why are you using all my words against me right I'm now? Just like, I'm just trying I'm to just say. You said before the playoffs stop, before the playoffs start, you trade him. That's what you said. If you would have said, "Hey, let's win a Super Bowl and then let's reevaluate. Maybe we have to trade him over the summer." I'm like, "Yeah, all right, whatever." I mean, yeah, it's still stupid to me, but yeah, go ahead. It's whatever. a it's a thought process, though. Okay, well, pick your thoughts. It, okay, it, it's a thought. Do you process. trade so, him before? First, you said trade him now. I would listen. <laughs> if we were locked into the playoffs, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. All right. First of all, the, the trade deadline is the 29th of this month, so it's like obviously he's not going to be traded, and I forgot. I forgot to even state that. But in the event that it was a, it was a way for you to get rid of Tom Brady right now, or because it's like if he becomes a free agent, he decides to walk away because you guys are just like, look, like we know you're about to retire on this. I can't. We're not going to lock into you these, all these Clearly, contracts for you. Yeah. yeah. So you know what I'm saying, like. When when the situation presents itself to either let Tom Brady walk away and give him to another team, or re-sign him and let him ride off into the sunset with the Patriots, I'm getting rid of Tom Brady. Period. That's and that's basically what I'm trying to. That's basically what I'm trying to say. Like, yes, I would. It would be crazy for me to see Tom Brady play for a different team. But when I think about the history of the NFL and I think about all the great players, like a lot of the great players were traded at the end of their careers. Yeah. And then got you know what I'm saying signed like a ten day contract at the end that could come back and retire. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like. Dude, you're so great. Like, I would be a fool to let you walk away for free. Like, and if I'm the New England Patriots and I'm thinking about the future of my franchise, I would be crazy to let you walk away for free. I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I need to get rid of you before you before I give you the chance to walk away. For these franchises that do that stuff, I I, I look at it more as like a respect thing. Yeah, because here you go. Like, all, like, I'm so player, like pro player. Which, I know, yeah, I know, that, I know, here I you know. go again on the same. But tangent. still, I look at it like a respect thing. It's just like, like, would you trade? Michael Jordan at the end of his career, they like, did. Well, they didn't trade they him. Didn't but he, trade they him. didn't trade him. He, he walked left. away. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He walked away. But like Michael Jordan going out at the end of his career, would you go uh, Clippers? Y'all, y'all want Michael Jordan? Like, and look, that's you just got, so disrespectful to me. Exactly. And so look, you shouldn't do it to Tom Brady. And look at this. And look at the history. Of, look at the history of Chicago Bulls. Once they traded, once Michael Jordan walked away, they bums. Okay, they had a few a few small run with Derrick Rose. I but they've been that. bums. I get that, but I just feel like that's a trade off as a franchise that you make. <laughs> when you have a player of that caliber that won you so many chips, that brought you so much money, that did so much for your franchise. He did. And you want a, that money to keep coming in, right? You yeah, want to be true, able to still win man. those championships. You want to still be a competitive team. You, so, so, you so have to so make those it Tom Brady or is Bill Belichick? Because Bill Belichick will still be there. And apparently everyone loves Bill Belichick so much. They do love Tom Brady, but they're like, oh, my God, the, the combination of Bill Belichick and, and Tom Brady is unbelievable. So, like, if you take off Tom Brady, you put it in another QB, let's see how great Bill Belichick is. It's a system. 
Every all the Patriots fans. Okay, I, and I said so that. That's why it's plug, plug and, play. and play. Then I said that. I said oh. that's why it's plug and play. You get rid right. of Tom Brady, you plug anybody in here because we so all know. Why do you anybody think, that gets plugged so into the Patriots, they still win football games. Okay, so then why do you think if they just let Tom Brady walk, next man up mentality like the Eagles? Because the next man is Jared Stidham, man. He looks horrible. <laughs> but what? it's a plug and play. Like what? It's a plug and play. It's <laughs> a system horrible. thing. It's a plug and play system thing. You said. But and then and then on the other side of that, right? When I really think about it, it's like Jacoby Brissett is balling. Jimmy yeah. G, they have an undefeated 49ers yeah. team. It's like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's like, wait, like, is Jimmy it really playing play? Or do they just have fantastic really scouts? Good. Yeah. And that, that just knows how to bring in talent. Is that what it is? Well, then trust that and don't trade Tom Brady. I don't know, man. It's tough. I, I just, it's trading tough, man. Tom Brady. Like, it's, it's like when you look at both sides of it, the respect side of it, I understand where you're coming from. Yes, Tom Brady is extreme great, but you don't trade away greatness like that. But, and then when you think about it, you're like, well, shit, Peyton Manning got traded away. Shit, Brett Favre got traded away. Brett Favre, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so it's like, wait, okay, so is he for real? For, but like, that's, but that's, but I'm saying, like, that's more modern NBA. That's modern NFL. And this, when that's what I'm saying. It's that. modern. This is the time now. Know, this is what I they're know. doing. I so just, I, I just, like, I wouldn't I just be shocked to see it. I wouldn't be shocked to see it. But at the end of the day, yes, as, as a, as a diehard football fan, yes, it will be crazy to see. Damn, Tom Brady plays for the what? Okay, but the let's who? just clarify one second. Yes, you would not trade Tom Brady when the team is seven and zero, about to get a first round bye in the playoffs, about to go to the Super Bowl again. You wouldn't trade your best player because that's dumb, Zach. That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe I was just bugging uh, slightly. That's like the Chicago Bills. We're about to win our third championship going into the playoffs. Hey, we're taking trade offers for Michael Jordan. <laughs> what? It, okay, maybe maybe that thought process was a little crazy. But at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm not letting Tom Brady walk away for free. I see what you're saying. I I'm not letting Tom Brady walk away for free as because my franchise got to win. I still got to bring in this money. I still want to be able to do the things I need to do. I still have bills to pay. Okay. I'm not letting him walk away from that's free. facts. All right, the Minnesota Vikings smacked up on the Redskins. Redskins, just like everybody, everybody smacks up on. But the bigger story <laughs> in that is Stephon Diggs, man. Since that little whole trade fiasco thing came out, that kid's been balling out. All right, when, seven receptions, 143 yards. That's crazy. That's crazy. After putting up 150 plus on us, yeah. Kudos, Stefan Diggs, man. Wait, way to come out and just set set all the chatter up and just ball out. Even though my man, a, my man Adrian Peterson too was balling out against his his old yeah team oh, against his former team. He and he moved ball man fourteen carries, seventy four yards. He moved up to six all time on the rushing list. So, yeah, for yeah. the old AP, AP man, old man doing old things, yeah. but ball, but balling. He's just running through people, man. He's been just, doing it for so long. How does he not have head injuries or concussions or? Maybe he's a brain leaguer. He he has yeah, something. <laughs> Maybe it's in whatever he's eating, man. Because he's still like a robot out there. Just yeah, running. Like, he's he just a looks... running back that's been. How long has he been in the, in the league? I gotta see how long he's been in the league. He's a running back. I'm, that's I'm been gonna in take a guess. Twelve years. That's such a long time. That's a long time for the NBA. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a guess. Twelve years <laughs> in the NFL. That's crazy. How long has he been in there? I'm trying to find it right now. Come on. That's insane, bro. Draft info. Uh, round one, pick number seven for Minnesota in 2007. 12 years. Yeah, so it was yes. 2019. Yes. Yeah. Jeez. That's the running back position. Running back. You tell me running backs don't last in the NFL. Everybody's not AP, though. Yeah, this dude, yeah facts. <laughs> facts. Everybody's not AP. But, yeah, man, uh, the Redskins are so trash. I love it. Emmanuel Sanders went to the 49ers. 
How do you feel about the 49ers now that they picked up Emmanuel Sanders? They got a weapon in there for Jimmy G. They're still 6-0. The defense is playing lights out. Looks like the best defense in the league this I year. I still feel the same way. Like, like I felt the last week and the week before. They're going to blow it eventually. Yeah. <laughs> if, if they go undefeated, I don't. I still don't even think, again, I still don't think they're going to go undefeated. Of course not. But if they do go undefeated going to the playoffs, they're going to lose in the first round. Or they might get a bye, so they'll lose in the first round that they play. I just don't think they're for real. I don't know, man. You think they're for real? It's something about defense. It's something about about that defense. I mean, it's something about that defense because I. I mean, when I take it, when I I look at the the way the Forty Niners are playing halfway through the season at Week Seven, okay, I look at the Seattle Seahawks and the way that defense played and how Russell Wilson all he did was come in here and and play mistake free football. That's all he did. He had Jimmy G. Russell Wilson. He had a running game. He had a running game, which. He had. A, I'm talking not about saying. You talking no, about no. when they won the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, when they won the Super Bowl, and they had an amazing defense. Yeah, they had amazing defense, just right? Like just like the Niners. Yeah. They had a crazy running game. The running game for yeah. the Niners going crazy. Tevin yeah. Coleman and, and Matt Breida back there. Yeah. Okay, and then they had not crazy weapons, but their weapons on the outside: Javon Kurz, uh Golden Tate. Like they had some folks out there: Percy yeah. Harvin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, they, they had a couple. But they had out there Russell they, Wilson. They did. But and Russell, who, they had a young Russell Wilson who yeah. wasn't the Russell Wilson that he is now. He was young, just yeah, like Jimmy G, and all Russell he had to Wilson. do was come in and play mistake-free football. That's why they were saying, oh, Russell Wilson didn't win championship. That defense won championship for them. True. Defense won championship. But he was still Russell Wilson, and this is still Jimmy G. Yeah, but give Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy G. Jimmy G is young. Russell Wilson. <laughs> Jimmy G is young because remember, his first full season yeah. that we were going to see from him towards ACL. But Russell Wilson, when he was young, had some wheels on him. Yeah. Jimmy G don't have no wheels on him. Take away that one element, <laughs> but you don't have to get out of the pocket to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, like, I see what you're saying. I mean, saying. that's not what you have to do. Tom Brady's just... proved it seven times, six okay, times. so it's here right now. What's today's date? Today is October 26th. No, I'm not finna say it for when it's Super Bowl. I know that's what you're about to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying the 49ers are about to what win are you the saying Super Bowl. Then? What I'm saying is, I'm just saying they're playing good football. They are playing good football. But I'm saying so and, I get you to make and that they pick, remind bro. me, and they remind me of that Seattle Seahawks team. All right. That's all I'm saying right now as far as the defense is playing. They remind me of that Kansas City Chiefs team that goes undefeated during the regular season and loses in the playoffs. That's what they remind me of. Patrick Mahomes is still out this coming up week. Do you think the Chiefs win this week? Who do they play this week? The Chiefs play the Packers. <laughs> A 6-1 and one Packers team. But it's in Kansas City, though. Um, and the home of the Chiefs. Uh, I'm going with um, the Packers on that one. I, I feel like they lose. <laughs> yeah. Packers, Packers I feel the same way, though, because Matt Moore, I don't think Matt Moore is going to come in and play like Patrick Mahomes level play, and it's going to have to be on the same page with receivers, and I think it's going to be an issue. So, yes, I'm going with the Packers as well. A 6-1 and Packers team, who, by the way, Remember the beginning of the season, everybody was like, oh, Packers going to look crazy. Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers going because at it. They hate they, each other's yeah, guts. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And say, they're 6-1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, be- that's because of Aaron Rodgers. And then the first game against the Bears, you just look at Aaron Rodgers and you're like, I don't think he's feeling this. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't like he was feeling it. But then he squeaked out a win against Chicago and took off ever since. So until they saw the Eagle Boys and they lost. Yeah. They're six and one. On the other side of the spectacle, what about the one and six Atlanta Falcons? Trading away Muhammad Sanu. Muhammad Sanu is now with the New England Patriots, who, by the way, is always a step ahead because it was so weird to me. Talk, it was so weird to me to see Josh Gordon go on IR yeah. as soon as Muhammad Sanu got picked up because they knew what was coming down the pipeline. They knew that he was going to go on IR and they needed to make a move. And if I feel like the NFL would have knew um, Gordon was going down to, to IR, they would have charged more for Muhammad Sanu. Yeah. But they're always one step ahead, and I hate that. 
Well, but anyways, back to Atlanta Falcons. They're one and six. Trade away Mohamed Sanu. They looked really bad last week against the Rams. Like they looked really bad. in Atlanta. Yeah, I saw it. Well, I watched Atlanta. the. I saw. I saw the highlights. And they looked. They just looked. Somebody need to get fired. No, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan got hurt. Matt Schaub is starting quarterback for now. They haven't announced that Matt Ryan's going to be back this them year. Them Rams was coming after Matt Ryan, bro. They was getting to him like crazy last week. And that that offensive line that they invested so much money into has not proven anything. Nothing on their team hasn't proven anything. <laughs> Seriously, they look, they just look bad. I feel bad for Julio. I know. I feel bad for somebody. Because remember what he said before the season? Yeah. Get the ball out. Finna get over a thousand reception yards this year. Finna be crazy. Mm. <laughs> Not too much, buddy. <laughs> it's, but it's not his fault, though, man. I mean, obviously, everybody knows Julio Jones is the best receiver in football. Everybody knows that. So, obviously, he's out there getting double and triple cover. Yo, you you throw these best around so much, bro. I don't. You, you, I don't. Especially when it, comes, when it comes to NBA players you do and when it comes to wide receivers. Okay. Who's better than Julio Jones? Who's better than Julio Was Jones? Was it last yeah. week or the week before? You said Hopkins is the best receiver in the league, right? I'm like, okay. He's one of the best receivers. <laughs> then, no, you said he was the best. Then, um, when we were talking about the Thomas uh, money, you're like, but he's the best receiver in the league, so of course he gets paid all that money. I'm like, all right. He's played like the best receiver in the league. Then the we were talking about Odell Beckham. You're like, yo, he, he catches the most balls. He's the best receiver in the league. No, Not I did. Odell I Beckham. said Odell Beckham's one of the best players in the NFL. <laughs> Bro, top three receivers right now, go. Top three receivers right now? In order. Number one, go. Michael Thomas. Julio Jones. You just said Julio Jones is the best receiver. Michael Thomas, Julio Jones. DeAndre Hopkins. I just say Julio Jones is the best receiver in the league. Because you literally just said Julio Jones is the best receiver in the league. Then you said best receiver in the league. Go. Oh, Michael Thomas. <laughs> so, so with my best receiver, so you ask me right now who's the best receiver in the league. And right now at this very second, I still think Michael Thomas is the best receiver in the league. Because he's Mr. Consistency, obviously. He catches everything. He balls out for the Saints each and every week. Julio Jones doesn't get the opportunity to do that. I'm saying over the course of Julio Jones' career, there's nobody who's done more for their team other than Julio. There's nobody who can who can do attack the ball in the air, do the things that Julio Jones can do. Julio Jones over the over the entire over his entire career is the best receiver in football. But right now, at this very second, Michael Thomas is playing like the best receiver in football. What That's about, what I'm saying. You put the, what about DeAndre Hopkins? DeAndre Hopkins is up there too. My, the, over the course of his career, DeAndre Hopkins has had a better career than Michael Thomas. Over the course of his career, DeAndre Hopkins to me would be up there, even even tied at like number two. Well, okay. and, then, and then you think about Odell Beckham, who's balled out too. So it's like he's up there too. There's like for me, there's some players. They're like it's certain tiers, bro. Okay, it's just certain tiers of greatness. Um, and Odell, what Be- about Odell Beckham and Julio Jones is on a tier by himself. Julio Jones can win you a football game by himself. Julio Jones can do that. Name one other name one other NFL wide receiver that can do that on their own. Nobody. Okay. Julio Thank Jones you. can go out there and get you 200 yards on, on seven receptions and three touchdowns. That's something that Julio Jones can do. We've seen him do it. Okay. Now, a Michael Thomas who has a Hall of Fame quarterback like a Drew Brees, of course, makes it a little easier for him. But over time, what about Mike, Keenan Allen? He's not up there with them, bro. He's not up there with no. Him? What about no. Mike Evans? He's not up there with them. Okay. Keenan Allen, Mike sure. Evans are on the same level. There's certain tiers, bro. Julio Jones on a tier by itself. All right. You got Michael Thomas. You got Odell Beckham, who's on another tier. You got Julio Jones, um, and I mean, you got DeAndre Hopkins, who's probably on a tier with Odell Beckham and, and and Michael Thomas. But Julio Jones is like Julio Jones, bro. He's Julio. <laughs> like, what do you mean? I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. That's how I feel about it. Okay. So 
You just every week is a different wide receiver that's the best wide receiver in the league. I know, man. But you just clarified it. You know, I just love I next, just, I just next love week, great players. <laughs> next week you'll say somebody else. I just love great players. You know who's playing like the best quarterback in the league right now? Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, shout out to Teddy though, man, because I think I, I, he will start somewhere yeah, next year. Yeah, you said that last week. He yeah. will start somewhere next year. You heard it here, Birds with Feather, episode seven. <laughs> he will be the starter next year, uh, bro. The, the man went undefeated without without uh, Drew Brees. The the Saints went undefeated, bro. Yeah, he came in and balled out. Yeah, okay. The highest paid backup in the NFL. He chose to stay in New Orleans this year when he could have left and been a starter somewhere else. But yeah, he thought, yeah. hey, I'll be the highest paid backup in the league and I'll learn from I'll learn behind Drew Brees. Okay. Yeah. We've seen that you've learned. You've been playing. And now it's like, okay, well, is it Sean Payton or is it Teddy Bridgewater? And then that becomes another story. It's like when young players, when not young players, but when, when certain players have success, people that, you know, have, have thrown those players in the wash or these injured players, you know, when they come back and have success, it's now like, well, is it the player or is it the coach? You know what I'm saying? Like, especially at the quarterback position. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, when Teddy, Teddy's in there, so now it's like. Is it the offense? Is yeah, the is it the calling? offense? Is the there's play calling? Yeah, or is he just playing like Especially out? in the NFL, there's all these caveats that people like to throw, especially the media, um, like to throw in there. So I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But I don't know. I think you should give credit where credit's due. Who's out there performing? Who's out there throwing the ball? Teddy. The players are. Who's playing? Who's getting smacked? Teddy. You know what I'm saying? Like. Listen, if he leaves though, I mean, I, I was I was talking about it this week with some of the um, some of the people at our job, but I was talking about Miami Dolphins. I wouldn't want to see him go to Miami because they have nothing around him, right? Trash. I can see him going to a team like the Tennessee Titans. I can see that happening, but they will have to bring in another weapon other than Delaney Walker for him to throw the ball to because Corey Davis and that other kid out there, AJ Brown, they're not really doing too much. Um, and then I was thinking about how about this one though? How about the Chicago Bears? How about Mitchell Trubisky hasn't been doing what he's been what he's supposed to be doing? So what about Teddy on the Chicago? You hate Trubisky so much. He's sorry. You just you since last season you've just. But he, has he proven anything? Has he done anything? Yeah, I see what you're saying, but like, like I don't know. You have some weird hatred for him. Uh, Y'all got history or something? No. <laughs> you like always talk trash about no, this Oh, bro. I'm going to be real. I think my hate really came from because right before they were about to play us, he was balling a little bit. <laughs> and everybody was just so sold on Mitchell Trubisky. I like, know. And then we came in and, you know what I'm I saying, know. did what we needed to do. I know. And from there, it's just been like, okay, like, you're not in. And he hasn't proven anything. You have this yeah, great team yeah, around. Yeah. You have this fantastic defense. defense yeah. And you haven't done nothing. Yeah. Bring in Teddy Bridgewater, who can get the ball to players like Allen Robinson, get the ball to players like Tariq Cohen in space, let David Montgomery run the football. I mean, but he's – okay, so they're they're 3-3. Three and three. So, I mean, he's not doing that bad. They're even. They're 3-3 three and three because of defense. Has he been – bro, they haven't even been scoring points like that. They've just been <laughs> holding everybody to nothing, basically. That's what they've been doing. That's why they're 3-3. Three and three. He's been going in and turning the football over. All right. All right. So I'm just saying, I just think it's it's too early for you to jump in and go, oh, new quarterback next. Like, <laughs> it's too early. Well, bro, he's had, what, three seasons? Two, Yeah, three seasons? No, I'm saying it's too early this season to just write them off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're only halfway through the season. That's what I'm saying. And they're three and three. They're, they're even. So it's like, we'll see what happens. Kirk Cousins, he's been balling. I don't want to talk about that either. <laughs> so let's go through our picks real quick. All right. Uh, first, uh, let's get that game. First, we got uh, Seahawks, Falcons. Quick, who you got? 
Duh. Yeah. <laughs> Russell Wilson yeah. goes in and dominates the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. The Falcons uh, coming off a loss garbage. last week for the Seattle Seahawks. And, and it's in Atlanta, but Russell Wilson runs all over them boys and throws darts. Uh, Chargers, Bears, who you got? I already know who you got. I don't know, man, because I don't know about the Chargers, man. Like, yeah, the I don't Chargers, know about Chargers. When I think about that defense and how Chicago's been playing, I see it being obviously a low-scoring football game, and I see maybe Chicago squeaking by. Oh, wow. Okay. Not with no respect. With no <laughs> respect to Mitchell Trubisky, though. <laughs> Trubisky pulls it out. Yes. <laughs> no respect to Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, Giants, Lions. Who, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm picking. Uh, I'm going with the Bears doing that one. Giants, Lions. Who you got? Uh, I got Lions winning that game. Um, obviously, the Giants still look like they have no identity. Daniel Jones, I don't know if he is the actual saver in New York. Um, I got the Lions winning that game because Matthew Stafford's balling out. Of course, he's a rookie, and I understand that. But, I mean, he has no real weapons to get the football to. Sterling Shepard can't stay healthy. He always right. bangs his head against the turf and has a concussion. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm going with the Lions on this one. I think Matthew Stafford wins with no carry-on Johnson running the football behind him. It's in Detroit, too. Yeah, I got uh, I got Matthew Stafford and Detroit Lions pulling it off. Cool. I, Congrats, I Matt Patricia. I agree. Uh, you got Bucks Titans. Who you got? It's in Tennessee. The the battle of the sorry quarterbacks. <laughs> James Winston, Mark I like James Winston, yeah, man. man. But he turns the football over too much. He does, and he's not bro. like and, he really and does. he bring in a great coach like Bruce Arians to bring the most out of him. He still he's, he's inconsistent. Is not doing what he needs. Let me say to that do. he's inconsistent. But when when he looks good, he looks good. Yeah, and when he looks bad, bad he looks really he looks bad. Really bad. Yeah. The same thing with Marcus Mariota. But Marcus Mariota isn't starting this week. I think Ryan Tannehill is still a starter. So I'm actually giving this one to the Bucks this week. Um. Surprisingly, I agree with that too. Uh, Broncos, Colts, who you got? Broncos traded away Emmanuel Sanders. I think they're giving up on the season with Joe Flacco back there with no weapons to get the ball to. Um, Jacoby Brissett is playing lights out, just came off a five-touchdown week. Um, I'm going with the Colts on this one. Yeah. It seems like we're picking – I agree with that too, but it seems like we're picking all the teams that should be winning. That's what it seems like so far. I like to throw in some weird things in there, but I agree with that too. The Colts is definitely going to beat the Broncos. The Bucks are going to beat the Titans. The Giants suck. The Chargers suck. Atlanta sucks. So it's like, all right. <laughs> like, I'm trying to switch see, it up, and, but I can't but see. But see, and my thing with the Chargers is you don't know which Charger team you're going to get that week, though. Because you, because it's like you don't know what Phillip Rivers you're going to get that week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't, I didn't, the only reason why I picked Chicago in that one is because their defense, defense plays lights out consistently every single week. And it's like, if you have, if you have an off week as the Chargers, then you're going to lose that football game. And that's and that's where I was coming from with my pick there. Yeah. Well, the next game is no difference. Bengals Rams. Rams did would play really bad. Came off a big win up against Atlanta last week. Now they go up against the Bengals. Who you got? The Rams. Exactly. <laughs> the Rams. The Rams with a with off riders Todd Gurley. The Bengals can't even get a W. But the Bengals the Bengals are really bad right now. But they're still to me not as bad as. Oh, let's use a college football terminology. They don't lose as bad as the Miami Dolphins <laughs> and and the Washington Redskins. So since they don't lose as bad, I put them ahead of those teams because they lose more gracefully than those other teams. <laughs> Dude, get over it. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's still upset about the Temple Owls. It's not. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not just. Whatever, I'm not going to do this. Uh, I agree. I'm going with the Rams. Uh, <laughs> next game is the same thing. <laughs> Who is it? Cardinals Saints. <laughs> what? 
Okay, I, I will say this though. This is the only intriguing, small intrigue about this game. Sean Payton denied to name the starter this week with Drew Brees being back in the fold and Teddy Bridgewater just playing lights out. I think at the end of the day, you're going to start Drew Brees. Yeah, like, yeah. What kind of? Come on, you're now. not fooling anybody yeah, out here. Drew Brees, but he decided to bring some kind of trickery to Halloween week. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, it I, don't matter who they start. They win the football game. <laughs> they could have win. Uh, even though the Cardinals, and I, I think I said this before, I'm like, the Cardinals don't look as bad as people were saying. Well, yeah, but obviously they have a, a, a young quarterback, a young head coach, and a brand new offense. They just don't look that bad. Yeah, because I mean, they, they, their they defense is solid, though. Yeah. And they get, I think they get Patrick Peterson back this week, too. Yeah. So, uh, Next, we got, okay, this one may be a little doozy. You got uh, Jets, Jags. Ooh. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with the Jets on this one. I think Sam Darnold comes in and outduels Gardner Minshew, and obviously the defense that the Jets play, I I think he's gonna throw. I think they're gonna throw a, a couple different things at uh at the Jaguars, a couple different looks. No Jalen Ramsey. I got uh, this being a really close game, but I got the Jags pulling it out just, just because they're the home team, um, and the Jets. They do look. They look better. All right. They look better since Mono was cleared up. Mono, like who sits out for Mono? That's just so weird to me. Anyway, since he almost you could die. Your spleen, your spleen can rupture. Yeah, but it's twenty nineteen. <sighs> is people dying for Mono? Yeah, bro. Mono's serious. All right, I guess. But this is but not um, a health club show. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm going with I'm going with the Jags just because. Um, um, I don't know, man. The Jets just they're still trash. They they do don't they don't look as trash as they once looked, but they're still trash. So I don't see them beating Jag Jacksonville in Jacksonville. Well, like Sam, I, I, the only reason I picked them because I don't think Sam Darnold is going to see ghosts this week. But yeah, <laughs> they'll win. Anyway, next game you got. Ooh, this is going to be a good game. I think you got Panthers Niners. The Panthers are coming off a bye week too, which is really good for them. Um, who you got? I don't think Chris. I don't see Chris McCaffrey getting off on the 49ers like he's been doing all these other teams this year. And I don't know if they're they're not starting Cam Newton this week, so I'm still rolling. Oh, not. With, no, I'm okay. rolling with the 49ers. I think their defense steps up. I think this is where the Niners lose. Going with the Panthers. <laughs> this is where it all. Cr- I just don't believe in the Niners at all. Don't believe in them. And watch I them. Don't. Watch them shock the world. Super Bowl pick. No. Okay, next. Browns, Patriots, who you got? Bro, that's that <laughs> I sent you this week. Oh, let yeah, me yeah, let yeah, me yeah, let, yeah. let me tell you guys. Let me tell you guys. Oh, Yo, yeah. So when you sent me that, let me tell you guys I was about like, this. Crazy that doesn't even make sense now. Let me tell you guys about this crazy Listen, stat. Hold on, before you say that, I just want you to know you can't believe everything that you see. Like some of that stuff be fake, bro. Let me let me tell y'all this crazy stat that um that's going crazy right now. I sent this to Brandon earlier this week. I don't even understand that. The Patriots defense, all right? Passers have a better passing rate against the Patriots defense if they spike the ball every single play. How does that okay? make sense? I don't understand it. I don't understand the, That's the, why I don't the, know the why we're believing it. The, the pure analytics <laughs> about it. I don't understand the pure analytics about it, but it's crazy. So the actual stat is they have a 39.6 they'll have a 39.6 passer rating if they spike the ball every play. If they try to do something against that defense, 
they'll have a 35.6 passing rating. How crazy is that? That makes no sense, though. This is why when you sent me this, I was I, I was busy doing something, but I was like looking at it like this literally makes no sense. And then I was thinking about it. I didn't get back to you, but I was like, this don't make no sense. It, it must be okay. they're just throwing passer rating if QB spikes the ball every play. Yes. If they said high is your passer rating 39.6 if you spike the ball every play. Because it's technically considered a play when you spike the ball. Yeah. Right? And then the quarterback is technically throwing the football. That's why when you spike the ball, you lose one yard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So how is your passer rating 39.6? Because you lose more points when you throw the ball and you get an interception or something like that. I don't know, bro. Yeah. This can't. I don't know. I think it's legit. It's, it's, it's a Bleacher Report from Mr. Uh, you Nick love Wright. Bleacher Report. And uh, Ingrid Iron. I think it's definitely legit. For I don't all you fans out there, Zach is without. the biggest Bleacher Report fan I've ever seen. Yeah, so Bleacher Report. Birds of a feather. Come holler at us, man. We you could, could sponsor us. We could definitely come on there. And, and, we could be a podcast on the Bleacher Report. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm what's saying. up? Zach loves y'all, literally. <laughs> Bleacher Report says. <laughs> but how about that to that? All right. Next, next pick. Next pick. Uh, next pick, uh, we are going to. Oh wait, did you? You didn't pick. Oh, well, I already know. Yeah, what I have Patriots. Yeah, Patriots, Patriots winning this one. Uh, Ra- yeah. <laughs> Raiders, Texans. Um, I actually think it's going to be a good game. Um, but I'm gonna go I with. I'm actually Deshaun Watson is real deal. Um, I just think John Gruden throws a few things at him, and they end up squeaking by. So I'm gonna go with the Raiders on this one. Wow. Yeah, Usually I go Raiders. with the Raiders. I'm picking the Raiders, but I'm going with the Texans. Okay. Uh. Packers, Chiefs. We already talked about this. Yeah, no Patrick Mahomes. Matt Moore doesn't do the same thing that Patrick Mahomes should do. Obviously, because Patrick Mahomes is in the lane by himself. And Aaron Rodgers is playing lights out with the coach that he hates so much, and they're 6-1. But at the end of the day, I'm going with the uh, the Packers yeah, in Kansas City. In Kansas at City, yeah. the home of the Chiefs. That's dope. That's their thing. I that's know. their thing. That's just cool. I like that. Yeah. At the end of every Star Spangled Banner, that's what they say. Like, instead of the home of the brave, they say, and the home of the Chiefs. That's hard. Yes. Okay. It's like disrespectful. It is. But, but hey. I don't... <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're going with who we got? Monday Night Football. We got the Dolphins and the Steelers. Oh, my gosh. Two teams that are playing horrible. Yeah, but one team is like the worst, the worst. of the worst. <laughs> Bro, actually, this game is going to be 3 0 with the <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. So they're going to overtime 0 0. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers wins the flip, scores three points. Oh my God. Miami has a chance. They fumble the ball away games. Over. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. I agree. Well, that's it for episode nine. Of birds of a feather. Yeah, man. Thank you guys for listening. Please lock in. Please share. Please let everyone know that we're here, birds of a feather, all day, um, all day every day. Uh, anybody out there that felt a kind of way, any of you athletes, it's okay. Get over it because guess what? You still are my boy. You can come on our podcast anytime. <laughs> birds of a feather, episode nine. Peace. I love-